Sports Minutes with Elia Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Trossard. Still Trossard. Go deflection in. Arsenal's top scorer in pre-season has rescued them in the Community Shield. This for the Community Shield. It's in. It's the first silverware of the new season. The FA Community Shield winners 2023 are Arsenal. Well, FM 89.3, bringing you a bit of uh, atmosphere from Wembley Stadium last night. I'm Elliot Danka, together with Ziaul Raushan. Time to talk sports on Sports Minutes. Yeah, exciting day, especially if you're an Arsenal fan, right? After the heartbreak of last year, kick-starting this year with silverware at Wembley over their arch-rivals. Must be a good time to be a gunner. Uh, well... <laughs> If you consider this silverware, that's the debate. Uh, but what a fantastic uh, performance to see both sides really go for it. And I think what's most interesting about this match was uh, to take a look at Arsenal's summer signings. You'll remember they signed the likes of Kai Havertz, who played up top. Uh, Jurian Timber was in the uh, sort of left-back-ish position, which is quite weird, by the way. Uh, but Kai Osaka, not a new signing, but you know when you consider how much he contributed mm. last season... It looks like he's ready to go up for it. But uh, everyone was watching Declan Rice. Yeah, when you come for that amount of money, I think they will uh, zoom in on you and expect big things from you. You expect it to be a game changer. I didn't have the liberty of watching the game. That's a cross-carriage issue that we perhaps can cover on another podcast. But coming back to Declan Rice, you caught him in action. Did he pass the eye test for you? You know what? I, I think there was a lot of expectation. This is what a record signing from Arsenal. He looked happy. He It, it looks like it fits, you know. Uh, and not just Declan Rice, but uh, Jurian Timber uh, coming in from Ajax. Uh, uh, he's, he's been a long time uh, Arsenal fan and you could tell that he's got Arsenal in his blood uh, but I thought what was nice was to see uh, William Saliba back in the side mm. taking centre defence because uh, he's been uh, how should we put it like going on further studies right going out on loan yeah. playing your trade getting more confidence and he started the game mm. uh, so Wow, if you ask me, watch out for this Arsenal side. If you ask me, there's a lot of pressure on Arteta to deliver this yes. time because, yes. yes, they did so well to run City so close and then fell at the final hurdle. But his board have backed him tremendously. They've spent so it's much true. on Kai Havertz. They've basically broken the bank on Rice. So right now, I feel... Ateta has powered himself from a position of strength, mm. but he's also heaped the pressure on him. And if anything, I know later we'll discuss whether the community shield matters at all as silverware, but I think he's got off to the right start for the season ahead. Yeah, I mean, everyone wanted to focus on Declan Rice because of the amount of money that he's coming for. And after the game, he spoke to ITV. Uh, and, and Rice is just buzzing. Have a listen. I'm absolutely buzzing. That's what I... But I visioned on them, on joining the club. Um, you know, I thought it was a really tough game. Every time you play against City, you never know what to expect. But you know, you've got to dig in there. We created some really good chances. And obviously, had a bit of luck at the end. So, look, buzzing, so happy. And pick up on those words. This is what I vision when I joined the club. Sorry, I couldn't look past the 10 times he mentioned buzzing in that 20-second <laughs> clip. Clearly, it's a good time to be Declan Rice because in his last game, he picked up the Europa Conference League with West Ham. In his first game, he's picked up the Community Shield. So that's why he's so excited and he feels vindicated. I think that's why he speaks about the vision because he came to Arsenal because he wants to challenge for silverware. And it may be just the Community Shield, but they went toe-to-toe with just all-conquering City side. So I think that's why he's extracting a lot of confidence from this uh, match. Coming in, knowing what it's like to win, 
is very important. Mm. And and that can be good and bad. Sometimes you know what it's like to win and you're so unhappy when you don't win. You become like a baby. I'm not talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. But there are other players that come in and they they pass on that that winning aura. Mm. You know, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, know I think ex- it's a sportsman kind of thing. I know exactly what you mean. Aura, vibes, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He, that's why Declan Rice cost as much as he did. Apart yeah. from the English tax as well, he arrives having taken West Ham to the Conference League as we spoke about and also he comes with leadership he was that West Ham team captain for a long time and if anything any accusation of Arsenal last season maybe they lacked the leadership towards the end of the season you talk about Saka being such a great player what would he do with uh, elder brother around him just to guide him through because when it's crunch time it's difficult that's when the sports stars get paid the big bucks so I think someone like Declan Rice not just on the field but to your point in the dressing room as well that's going to have a big, big impact. A very big impact when you consider they've already got a fantastic captain in Martin Odegaard who led the attacking midfield line very well uh, yesterday night. Um, and, and it's a dream when, you know, Mikel Arteta is able to put a starting lineup that consists of Thomas Partey and Declan Rice right in the centre of the park. The kind of shielding it has on your defence. A very confident defence, you know, that with the likes of William Saliba. Uh, ben White came and did a, a really good job as well. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, 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 this this team, when Gabriel Jesus comes back, <laughs> uh, they will be the one to watch for sure. Yeah, they certainly will be. And when you think about who came off the bench to score the equaliser, Leonardo Trossard, that mm. shows you Ateta now has strength in depth almost. He can change yes. things up. And you talk about Gabriel Jesus previously. coming yeah. in as yeah. well. Plenty of options. So it's really shaping up to be possibly Arsenal building from where they left off rather yeah. than that being their peak. So that sets it up quite nicely. If you ask me, i got a feeling they might still spend mm. uh, because uh, there are other teams like Inter Milan looking to go after Balogan. So that might be some money to make back from whatever it is. But <laughs> Trossard scoring, scoring that equaliser. Okay, first of all, I want to say that as far as Manchester City are concerned... Uh, when I watched them play, even the penalty shootouts, right, I felt that it, it didn't matter to them. Yeah, I think you know? that comes with the territory of being treble winners, right? You've, yeah. you've gone yes. with the big leagues. You this is lost that vibe, you know? Exactly, yeah. and yeah. maybe that's why that argument of is this just an extended pre-season game yeah. holds true for a City team who have bigger fish to fry. Sure. For Arsenal, there's that psychological battle of overcoming their closest nemesis from last season as well. So perhaps more was riding in it for Arsenal and the fans as well. And that explains the, I dare say, over-exuberant celebrations almost. And that was something that uh, the goalie from Arsenal, uh, Aaron Ramsdale, Ramsdale. said that this was was like a psychological one-up, right? Uh, Cole Palmer scored a fantastic goal for Manchester City, but the talking point was the eight-minute stoppage time, which led to a Trossard goal, which was a ricochet or a reflection of uh, uh, Kanji. Uh, so Pep Guardiola at the post-match press conference was asked about this eight minutes of stoppage time and he was asked whether he was annoyed or not. No, no, it's not annoying. It's, uh, we have to used to, get used to. Uh, I had the feeling, not because we were winning 1-0, it's just for the fact that I had the feeling that didn't happen much to extend eight minutes. But it's a good question for the international boards and all the people because they don't consult to the managers, they don't consult to the players, what is the opinion. They will go there, we have to accept it. So they have to accept it, and they have to, to do it. So uh, it is a man of games. Now he's not going to play 90 games. Now the games will be 100 minutes, that's for sure. 100 minutes. It, it never happened today. It was eight minutes, imagine when. Because they extend for a goals. 
and every time you score a goal again, 4-3, you put 30 seconds or 45 seconds for seven goals. Tomorrow morning, 9am, I'm here playing. You know, some sound bites you listen, it's already done the job. This one you must watch just to see oh, his yeah, facial yeah. expression because that will tell half the tale, right? And I understand there's, we saw this in the World Cup last year. Do you recall when suddenly there was such long stoppage time? And I felt at that point, it was only a matter of time before we seen it in the Premier League. And I think yeah. that's what's going to happen this season. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the next couple of weeks will be crucial as, let, let's be fair, even referees are finding their feet, right? You're, you, high octane kind of gets to you as well. That adrenaline also gets to you. So it'll be interesting to see. And we had this conversation about the stricter refereeing that's going to happen in the Premier League this season, right? Yeah. Ateta got yellow carded in the first <laughs> half as well. That's, I mean, not for the first time, Ateta losing it's, his rag on the well, touchline. Well, it's not going to change. Exactly. And already setting the tone. Extra stoppage time, yeah. yellow cards for managers, higher policing. I know it's just the community shield and that's what everybody is saying, but it's really wet my appetite for the Premier League season. So does it matter then? Would you, okay, would you consider this real silverware? That debate will has been around for 30 years. It'll continue to be around, but... The spring season results matter. I mean, there have been full-on sports debates about Manchester United losing three preseason matches in a row. Uh, people have said this Manchester City is a little bit behind in terms of preseason compared with the Arsenal side yesterday. Does it matter? I think it matters if you lose and then you start worrying about it. If you win, then there's always that caveat of just being preseason. With Manchester United, I think Ten Hag slightly shot himself in this foot by saying, we don't do friendlies, and then he went on to lose three. So it's a bit worrying. But if you ask any manager, I feel they will say it's all about getting the systems yeah. right. But coming back to this fixture in particular, I think... Yes, it is a preseason okay. friendly with a trophy at the end. But I think psychologically, Arsenal needed this just to yeah. give themselves a marker after last season's heartbreak. Well, El Elfie Haaland, uh, Erling Haaland's father, posted a photo of him and his son saying, Well done, Arsenal. Surely you must be titled favourites now. I, I think he was being sarcastic, right? I, I mean, <laughs> the banter has begun, right? Shots yeah, have been well. fired. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, if you yeah. ask Haaland, he'll tell you it's a preseason because he had a bad game. Oh, please. He, he'll break <laughs> records again this season. But you you know, uh, serial winners, uh, the Manchester United of the 90s and the 2000s featured a Good real times. Ferdinand, right, uh, in the centre of defence. So a couple of weeks ago, he was actually interviewed on social media and he was asked, you know, do pre-seasons matter? Uh, brace yourself. This is what he said. Our first 11 would get smoked sometimes, but it didn't have any relevance to the season. All you want to do is be fit and... Players aren't going to be tip-top conditioned. Players are going to be searching for fitness, searching for their first touch and stuff like that. Some players take longer than others. That's a fact. Season starts two, three weeks, then you start getting the realness. And so I never, ever, ever take anything into consideration in pre-season. <laughs> of course, Rio Ferdinand will say that, right? You talk about him being part of that all-conquering Manchester United team. And at that point, I guess pre-season didn't matter as much. And also, the social media scrutiny perhaps wasn't as severe in yeah. Rio Ferdinand's yeah. time as it is now. Yeah. Well, uh, say what you like. Uh, this is a curtain raiser and the curtain has been raised. The next time Manchester City put themselves in the spotlight will be uh, when they play for the UEFA Super Cup. Exciting times yeah. to be a City fan. I'm sure they will want that silverware. But to your point, the curtain has been raised. Bring on the football. So do we take Arsenal seriously this season? I think we should. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.